0: Enjoy Cloud City
1: Casino. what are we here? I suggest a new strategy. Get bike, I mean, you truly really belong here with us on the club. <laughs> Don't
0: get excited! Welcome, scoundrels, to episode two, or as I'm calling it, Attack of the Celebration, of the Cloud City Casino podcast. We are glad you are visiting us here at our fabulous podcast, Among the Clouds. We are the official collecting and gaming podcast of the 2nd Airborne Division, where you can visit us at www.starwarsreport.com. I am the administrator here of this facility, and your host, Michael Morris. Unfortunately, Ed couldn't be with me this episode. He was uh, helping Lobot try on some hats. Complicated process, don't ask. Joining me this week, however, is the defender of the EU, the champion of the multiverse, the bipolar Star Wars fan, and the proud owner of a awesome Star Wars collection that I'm jealous of. No, we didn't manage to get Steve Sansweet. It's the illogical rogue himself, Mark Herleman.
1: Hey, it's so good to be here. Happy to be here in the casino. Alright, so like me,
0: Mark, uh, this was your first Star Wars celebration.
1: Yes, this uh, this was my first time into the chaos, the dark side of Star Wars fandom, and yet It happened to be one of the lighter sides of Star Wars fandom. Uh, Yeah, uh, it was definitely uh, a learning curve, as I like to say. (laughs) You know, there was a lot of things that I was warned about that I I probably didn't take as serious as I I probably should have. I thought, you know, four-hour waits for lines at Celebration was unheard of, and then I had to sit in a couple, and I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. All right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I definitely learned a lot of things. Uh, I'll definitely be doing things a lot differently on my next time. Like I won't be going with my family. No offense to my family, or vice versa. My wife was okay with that, and I'm like, all right. Well, now that I've gotten that out of my system, you know, like I know how you guys will be at a celebration, and you guys won't be like me. Ooh, 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 ooh. You know, they were kind of like, come on, Dad, I want to go to Disneyland. I'm like, come <laughs> on, guys, this is Disneyland. <laughs> this is this is Disneyland for Daddy. Come on now. I'm like, come don't you know where ride. you are? <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm having a loud moment. I could show you a galaxy far away. <laughs> Fly you off in the Falcon. <laughs> yeah. now,
0: ha- have you done uh, a con
1: before like, of, of this scale or close to it? No. Uh, the closest thing I did to anything like this was like the local fairgrounds did a robot builder convention. And, and members of the 501st and the droid builders had showed up for it Uh but small potatoes, man, right. really, really small potatoes. <laughs> well, I've
0: done, uh, I've done several, several dragon cons and I can tell you what I did immediately after my first one was I sat down at my computer, opened up a word document and wrote a little letter to future me that I then read right before I went to dragon con the following year. And pretty much ever since then, I've, uh, I've, I've been okay. I've, I've not, I've not had as many issues. And I, I was really surprised at how much I got done and, and how well that I was able to do this one. So I think, I think, uh, definitely suggest that to you and you can, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully use that. And, um, next, next time you'll, you'll be a little more prepared.
1: Yeah, that's I I totally was not going in the angle prepared. Like once I realized that the app wasn't updating all the time and and there was like four of the same event and I was just like okay, I'll wait till I get the physical copy. You know? And then I get that that insider's guide, you know, and I'm flipping through it and I'm like circling all the things that I feel like I got to do. And then I'm like going through it on the day of and I'm opening it up and I'm looking through it and I'm like I got nothing going on today. Not realizing I'm looking at the family room schedule grid, not Mm -hmm. uh, what's the other one here, Uh, the live stages and scheduled events, and then there is the continuous entertainment and exhibits. There are three different schedules in here that I did not at all catch until I was like the second day in and I missed the what is Canon panel and a couple other things that I wanted to do, and I'm like, I missed that? No, 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 no. I I looked. There was nothing circled, and then I'm like... (laughs) Mother of all that's unholy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So there was, like I said, a big learning curve. Like, yeah, won't ever do that. I will definitely have a layout and plan. Like the whole arena, like they called it like the arena in one thing and then everything else called it a certain stage. Right. Uh, you know, the celebration stage. But but in the actual schedule thing, it's it's all in the arena. And I'm like, where's the arena? I see nothing on this map. This is <laughs> an arena. What the heck? And my wife's like, it says here in the front that it's also called the celebration stage i'm like yeah. well that would be helpful on the map you know like come on now yeah so definitely uh, uh in that regard the planning is is my biggest weakness uh and and you know i don't really do well with a lot of people so <laughs> when i'm down on the exhibit floor and stuff like i i mean i wanted to i was looking for three you know i'm looking mm-hmm. for kakruk I'm looking for Jason and Jaina solo. You know, I want those figures. I don't care if they're loose because I'm going to be opening them anyway. Uh, <laughs> but I couldn't find them. Uh, I know through, after the fact, some people said they did see some there, but they were going for like 150 bucks. And oh I'm my goodness. like, I was like Dude, why is it the stuff I love? Of course you can't find it on any shelf. No, it's gotta be a $200 toy. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, you know, I was going around looking for that kind of stuff. Um, uh, I, I managed to uh, uh, trade a shirt for uh, two of the Gendy series Clone Wars figures. Uh, Tom uh, from Ion Cannon, he had he got me uh, Yoda and the Clone Troopers. Now I'm just missing Mace Windu, and I have that whole set. Nice. So got Very those. Cool. That was that was pretty cool. Um, I was able to get a couple of the Comic Digests for five bucks. I mean, I was noticing how hit or miss it was. Okay, mm-hmm. like I just before I went down, I bought myself a, a birthday present. You know in advance because they had this <laughs> kick butt carnage down at iguana comics and i'm like ooh gotta have that because i'm big into marvel uh and so i go down there and they had that same thing for 45 bucks i'm like that's a 20 dollar markup right there holy cow oh yeah and then you know you'd go in and there was there would be those type of things like i found a rebels the two packs and they wanted 69 bucks for this for the sabine and uh uh the the stormtrooper th- that two-pack and i was just like i know thanks i put that back up like really <laughs> like i can order this online at least for 9.99 plus shipping like come on like uh and then i saw this one guy that we were talking he had this vintage atat and he was talking about how you know it literally would depend on where you were going uh he got his with more bells and whistles for less money than another place that had less stuff <laughs> he's like you just literally need to be paying attention. But the downside there, too, was, you know, it was my first one. So I'm like, oh, I'll come back for this. And I was also discovering there was a lot of things you did not dare turn away from because that stuff won't be there. You know, like the black T-shirt with the blue Rebel logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be back for the two XL. Mm-hmm. No, I won't. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, all them other two XL wears they got there because you know it's obviously a more popular shirt because we live in America and we love our French fries. <laughs> hey, I get it. You know, I don't want to get rid of this thing. I like my French fries. There's something about that processed cheese. Hey, but I'm with you, man. I, I thought you know for sure there's got to be more T-shirt boost. Mm-hmm. And I'm walking around, and next thing I know, I'm like, whoa, statues. And I'm looking at the little statues and the Jedi robes. And next thing I know, an hour went by, and I totally forgot what I was doing with the <laughs> T-shirts. And then I'm like the last day, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to get a T-shirt. And I go over there, and all they have are the little smalls. I'm like, god, again. Again, it, it, was, it was plethora overload on the collectible side of things. So, so that was kind of cool. Um, you know, I didn't find all the things I wanted to in that regard, and it was ironic that the biggest collector item that I have coming back from Star Wars celebrations came from the uh, the Star Wars gift shop, uh, Star Traders in Star Tours. Uh, I, and it's Spider Man. I got a <laughs> Superior Spider Man Disney Select. Uh, there, uh, I did get two new droids. I do collect a lot of the droids. Um, you know, as you probably heard Whistler on on my show and stuff. I got Chopper. Uh, you know, I've got a couple different versions of Whistler. A bunch of R 2s mm-hmm. I created my own gate. Uh, different things like that. And I got him home and I'm looking at, you know, they've changed the packagings and stuff this time. Mm-hmm. You know, last time you could get a single pack or a two pack. Now, if you get the two pack, it's just two singles. You still get the price discount, but it's not in the, the weird cool pack. Right. Uh, but there's some differences. Like, you know, the, the in universe spin is different. Okay. So this is when I went down there in, uh, 2012. You know, I got the two-pack and on the back of the droid factory it says, The adventure continues at Star Tours. The Star Tours travel agency provides convenient daily departures to destinations throughout the galaxy. Star Tours facilities are operated by many different types of droids, including all types of astromech droids. Among these are the many different colors and styles of the R-Series droids. Each is different and has their own unique Personality. They service every area, of the, every area of the facility, and are responsible for navigation of the Star Speeder One Thousand. May the Force be with you and your droids. Like, oh, cool. You know, like I'm digging on that. Like, hey, that's got that whole in-universe feel that they were doing with Star Tours. Right on. Then I get to this new one, and I'm like, I just, I just it doesn't grip me the same. You know, it mm-hmm. still says Droid Factory. It's got a different type of print. Okay, whether they are merchandise of the Jawas or Tatooine. Servants to the evil Galactic Empire or friends of the Rebel Alliance, droids of all different types populate the Star Wars galaxy. From astromechs to protocol and even assassin droids, there are many different colors and styles of each droid class. Each droid is different and their own unique personality. At the Star Wars droid factories, guests can build their own and name a Star Wars droid that is uniquely their own. May the force be with you and your droids. (laughs) And I'm like, well, let's stop here. We're not talking about R-series units anymore. We're talking about Astromex to protocol and even assassin droids. But you cannot build a protocol droid. You cannot build an assassin droid. You can only build the R-series droids. I mean, this is not a step in the right direction for the back of the advertisement. You know, And, and I mean, granted, yeah, I nitpick. But I, part of the fun for me is is the nitpicking, you know, discovering those points of articulation and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here and I was looking at the, the two different ones, you know, from my Whistler to the other one because I was like, I remember when I was building Whistler, I started out with two left legs. And I was like, oh, wait, this is different because, you know, he's got the wires coming out at the bottom. Right, right. And now when I was down there, they didn't have that. And I was looking at them and sure enough, like they've made it so generic that one leg can work for either side. Okay, well, so we've lost a little detail. I can, I can follow along with that. And then you're looking at the bottom of the thing and it, it's the same thing with the bottom where it attaches down. They just dumped a lot of the detail there as well. A lot of detail has been dropped all the way around on this line of figures i was kind of really bummed in that regard the more i started to pay attention to it and stuff uh and, and it was just like it started with the back of the thing uh, they lost that in-universe feel and suddenly now it's like you're just buying a toy enjoy it make it personally your own but it's just a toy like i know it's a toy sell me that in-universe experience man <laughs> but mark now you get a sombrero yeah well so I, i did get those too like i don't put them on there i i got the the mickey jedi ears two different colors the goofy hat the indiana jones hat uh a couple different things like that though i did this time because they had two new ones i got the imperial hat and the oswald bunny rabbit ears but i don't actually put them on there because i'm like my droids like that that's only party time, like right. know, on a birthday. I'll put the hats on. It's but not canon. Yeah, well, it's like it's like dressing up your little dog. Like you know, I mean, yeah, it's cute to make your dog look like Tom Cruise and Top Gun with the little bomber jacket once or twice. But every day, you, know, you, you start to feel like the kook. You know, you're like, right. oh, I'm, I'm I'm getting a little too into this. Now I'm dressing my droids up with little bow ties and stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, they teach their own. I mean, if you. <laughs> Tie up bow ties around your droids, or or believe in droid bondage. I'm not one to judge. I mean, you know, play on, play on. Yes, yes, yes. I'll take the restraining belt off later if you're good. <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it was a lot of fun going down there. And and like I said, uh, you know, we did both Disney and, uh, you know, the celebration. So I had that angle as well of you know, well, I don't want to spend all my cash, you know. And I, I and so when I went to Disney, I had an idea right away of what I wanted there. But celebration. It was such a mad chaotic menagerie of people that it was really hard to even hit the same boosts, uh and then, and then come back and then see the same things that were there. Cause like I came back on my second day and was like, there was a couple loose figures I wanted to look at again. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get one of them if they're there. None of them were there. They were all gone. I'm like, ah, so I kept running into that. It was like, I, I as the running theme with my wife, I kept saying, I make poor life choices. you know she's like where do you want to go I'm like I don't even I'm gonna blow it so you just pick like I I got to that point where I was just like I've missed like three of the things I wanted to do I was trying not to have a chip on my shoulder because I knew I was gonna miss out on the season two premiere I I did not know at that time why I was missing out on it I just knew my wife had dumped almost over a (laughs) hundred dollars onto a surprise for me that can only happen at Star Wars Celebration and only at that time so I was like biting back my thing, you know, my son, he's whispering it to to William and the rest of the guys of Ion Cannon, so they all knew what was coming my way, and I was, like, trying to judge off their reactions, like, 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 I'm not gonna, like, hate my wife forever when I get back from this, right? Like, come on, guys, <laughs> like, like, this isn't gonna ruin my marriage, right? Like, I'm gonna be like, I should've went to that premiere, but you screwed me! Like, you know, I just... But they they didn't they played it well, man. They had the good poker faces, you know. They were I couldn't tell they were holding pure sabbox. So I was just like, all right. But yeah, so you know, once I finally found out what it was, I was like, Oh, sweet, I get to meet Mark Hamill. All right. I, I missed out on that. But I still I tried to get to the uh the the jet. He had the uh talking with myself, and then Hamill had the uh the Return of the Jedi on panel. It was a two for back to back. Tried to get over to there right after the signing, you know, thought we'd still have time. Oh no, they cut the queue. Yeah. So many angles of that. I think like, you know, in a lot of ways, I'm just going to cut my losses in a lot of regards mm-hmm. and, and just pick like one or two things and wait it out and miss other things just to do those one things. Because when I did do that for the Star Wars at Delray, uh, you know, I got there early enough that they, we, we got in the digital stage queue room and I was the first person there. Mm-hmm. so much so that within 30 minutes there was a line outside in the hall but they forgot that that we were supposed to line up in the queue so i was actually like the 11th person by that point even though i was there already a half hour early i was kind of like really oh, yeah. really that's... <laughs> that... <Yeah. laughs> i'm yeah, trying that's... not to be pissed but i'm like come right. on man i should be number one but i still got a good seat but that's hey. Yeah, there were so many angles that like I said, it's the learning curve. Because I, I show up and I'm still like one of the first 10 people, and yet there's already people from other podcasts sitting up front, and I'm like, How in the hell did you get in here already? Like <laughs> I got the same media pass. How did you pull that out? That's slick. Who do you know?
0: <laughs> right. Right. Um no okay, so so backing up to Hamill, what did you get?
1: We did the uh photo with uh Hamill. So we got to go in there. It was really quick and fast. Um I think you know the coolest part was was he thought he recognized my eldest daughter, uh, you know he's like hey this is the second time seeing you today and she's all like he's like you were here before right and she's like no and he's like well maybe I saw you out on the floor <laughs> we're like sweet <laughs> you know and then and my my littlest daughter she was getting all shy and stuff and he was all like oh can I hold her I mean he got all excited that's yeah. that one thing I love about being a dad like. My kids, like, they're, they're the, mm-hmm. the kind of kids, like, when my first daughter was born, all the nurses were, like, they had to come in and see her. They're like, oh, your daughter's so beautiful. And, and my, both my girls have my dimples, and, and they just make them shine. So I'm like, you know, I take my kids anywhere, and everybody wants to primp them and pamper them and hug them and hold them. So I'm like, sweet, Mark Hamill wants to hold my kid. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely a bonus. My yeah. wife laughed, though, because when I finally found it out, like, the first thing I said was, I'm going to get to talk to the best Joker voice ever. And my wife's like, <laughs> Really? really <laughs> the joker that's what you're, I'm like I'm like no right. honey like the quintessential like my favorite joker voice of all joker voices him and him talking with cuz you know I mean the, the batman angle of my fandom I always pretend that I'm the Joker. My wife's Harley Quinn because I I love that '90s Batman you know series and stuff and the way the Harley Quinn would talk to the Joker and stuff and then Hamill would just rolled with it and stuff. Oh yeah, just yeah, Hamill mm-hmm. just rocks on so many levels. Yes. So yeah, getting to getting to shake his hand and tell him how much a fan of his stuff I was was just so awesome. And my wife, of course, you know, in the picture, you know, she's beaming because I'm beaming. I'm just like, this is so cool. And then of course, you know, when it's all said and done, I get home and I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, really, really, you couldn't have told me that we were having that that day so I could have had my signature hat on oh no I'm wearing my Volcom hat on that day of course not my patty hat no I wear the patty hat every day but that day oh yeah and she's all like yeah there was a moment I thought you know maybe I should tell him and I was like well you did look good in that hat I'm like yeah but you didn't bother to tell me that I because ha- that hat like creeps up on my head and mm-hmm. then, I- and that's how it was in the picture it's like kind of up on my head and not down low like I like it and I'm like I look like a dork
0: now uh we had a, a similar experience with, with Mark, my wife and I, and uh very awesome. But now next to him uh was Anthony Daniels. Did you did you happen to see
1: him at all? No, no uh, when we did it it was all in the back of this little uh closed closed off little room and they were just rushing people in and out. Uh, While I was doing the Force United booth at Celebration, um, I was running it for the Star Wars report at that time. It was like an hour and a half block. My wife and kids went around and they went over to the autograph section and were taking pictures from a distance uh, and got pictures of Anthony Daniels, of Carrie Fisher, uh, a couple other different people and stuff. So that was kind of cool. And that was when they bought me the ticket and I was just one of those things like uh, – when she told me the date and time, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like that's the one thing we've known about – Like. As soon as there was any kind of information, I was like, "This is the one thing I've got to do." Right? You know? <laughs> like, I'm here for Rebels Report. I'm here for, <laughs> or not Rebels Report. I'm here for Rebels Roundtable. I've got to be doing this, you know, for for that right. capacity. So Baron's not the only one doing it, and our new guest host isn't the only one doing it. And then I didn't make it. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Well,
0: to be fair, you, you can't talk about it on there until
1: the episode's aired, anyways, right? Well, yeah. I mean, that was uh, kind of we were going to do a spoiler-free kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, uh, so- there's so many angles. I mean, we're still gonna talk about it because we've got the trailer to talk about and stuff, and I was I was there for that. Uh you know, I didn't get to get into the trailer for the, the opening ceremonies and stuff. I was still outside. But I was able to see the uh new allies, new villains panel and the the uh trailer for you know Rebel season two and that captivating moment. I, were you there for that one?
0: I, I was. I actually was down I I passed Riley uh, w- when I was I was walking in uh, to see that. So, so you I were think down we off kind of to of the here. left then, right? Yes, yes.
1: See, I we started there, and I was like, I saw those seats up above, and someone was saying, oh, you're not going to be able to see anything from down here. And I'm like, I looked up, and that top section was just wide open, and I'm like, you know what? I don't need to be this close because <laughs> I, I wanted to get good pictures, and I knew my camera had a pretty good zoom in, so I was like, I'll just go up there, and, and it was wide open up there. But yeah, Riley, you guys were all right where we had started out. We mm-hmm. were like five rows back or – or, you know, in that front section kind of thing. Like, we got there early enough with that one that we were like, yeah, this is good. We got some seating and stuff. And then we went up there and, and enjoyed it. And, and, yeah, man, I, I got to tell you, I'm sure you felt the same way. But that that feeling of when it went all black and then it's, my name's Rex. And just, I mean, people went nuts for Palpatine and Vader. They went nuts when Ahsoka said, mind if I tag along. But they went ape-sith crazy when <laughs> Rex's name was announced. And ah. Uh, then you see them and everything. But yeah, I mean I, I, I put my uh, my reaction trailer up on YouTube finally and I just – yeah, that moment. Like everybody's just ah! – yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's, that's one of those those emotional moments that just live with me. I mean I talk about – to my wife about you know when we went to Disney for our first time. She had gone when she was younger a bunch. Uh, but I hadn't. I was 33 my first time. And when we showed up, it was – we got there uh, late enough that it was already become dark. Uh, and the first ride we went on was the Mad Hatter's Teapot. Uh, and I, I don't know if you've ever been there at night on this ride, but the the songs and stuff are, are cool during the day. But at night, the way it's lit up <laughs> – yes it just It's just cool, man, you really feel like you've rounded a corner and suddenly you're in that section of mm-hmm. you know Alice in Wonderland and so every time I hear that that song, you know, I had it on as a ringtone and stuff. it just reminds me of that first moment you know that first magic moment at mm-hmm. Disney for us uh and that trip wrapped up uh, with a friend of mine that worked there, she was working star tours, and it was my first time meeting my brother and sister in law my my wife's younger brother and sister their half brother and sister. Uh, and my youngest daughter got sick. So my wife and my daughter weren't able to get onto it. And it was just me, my son and my, t- my sibling in-laws and my friend, Desi totally hooked us up. We got to get on the ride all by ourselves in the front row. And then when we got inside, she's like, all right, Jedi Herleman, your shuttle's about to depart. And like, everything <laughs> nice. was personally tailored for us, dude. I was Very just cool. beyond myself. And that was how, how it ended, you know? Mm-hmm. And so. You know, we try to do things like that to kind of give you that kickoff feeling and the last moment kind of feeling to our events and stuff like this trip. The last thing we did was the world of color in a uh, California adventure. You know, and that's another thing that I, I love because uh, that was the first time seeing that and the, the music and stuff. And I think that was the other aspect about Celebration that, that kind of seemed like it wasn't prevalent. It was like the fact that there was Star Wars music playing all over the place. Like you just kind of took it for granted you know, you were just so absorbed in the moment that, like, right. you didn't realize there was also Star Wars music playing in the background. You were just like, "I'm surrounded by Star Wars. I'm gonna pee my pants." You know, right? right. Did you did you get
0: around to now? I know you you got to visit the uh, the little episode seven. Or excuse me, excuse me. They they're not calling it episode seven anymore. Did you get a chance to check out the force? Let me back that up. I noticed you got to check out the Force Awakens Museum, but did you get a chance to look at any of the other props and things inside the celebration floor?
1: Now, just the floor where I got to go and uh, check out, you know, just little prop rooms and stuff. So you get to take the pictures uh i didn't get to do as much of that mm-hmm. i mean again it gets back to i really don't like lines and some of them lines like i wanted to do i wanted to do the roxy the rancor but every time i got near it that line was so dang long i'm like oh my god i would love to do this right now but i've only got 45 minutes to kill before i need to be in line an hour and a half early for this panel you know <laughs> so- all, right. all right mark truth time you were a little afraid it's dude, okay, you
0: can admit afraid. it raincour is well, pretty afraid
1: i you will see in my in my photo album the first few pictures are only from the back side. I was like <laughs> I was kind of you know stocking up on her like dude, she's got some reach. I've seen Jason hunt, man, he almost died last time but <laughs> <laughs> you know? like- I did get in on the uh the Bach the tank, we did do the falcon mm-hmm. um which which you know like you wait in line all this time and then you get there and like you know they're they're taking the pictures and stuff, but. I didn't do any really cool poses. Like, I, I thought I was doing something <laughs> cool. Like, I was like, oh, oh, I'll do an exhausted one. It just looks like I'm, like, slumped over the table. right? And, like, and then I'm looking at, like, other people, like, Corey Dacey. He's got this great picture of him in front of the table. Like, he's taking a selfie. And I'm like, that's so brilliant. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm just, like, looking at all these ones. like, oh And the other one is, like, the speeder bike, right? Like, I mm-hmm. had a great one. I was going to be sitting on it and be like, you know, have them pretend like they're going to drag me off the speeder bike kind of thing. And they're like, no, you can't sit on a speeder bike. I'm like, okay. You know, my daughter got to. She's small. I'm like, okay. And then I go home and I'm looking and I see Matt Booker's picture on Facebook. He's uh, one of the Jedi News guys that I got to do the Force United book with. And he's he's a little bigger than me, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> he's sitting on it. How it. What the hell, man? Booker, I need, to, I need to get you to hook me up. I mean, I was just like, yeah, I really discovered that a lot of this stuff came to you. How nice you were to the staff going in, which I was nice to all of them. So, so that doesn't quite ring true. But the other side is, who, you know, Uh, you know, I mean, there were uh, things like, like Riley got into the 501st uh, bash because of who he knew. And Mm -hmm. I could have done similar. Uh, You know, he had mentioned, you know, asking and I I told him, you know, don't, no, don't bother. Uh, I I just, I I felt weird about it. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. I I was really starstruck in a lot of ways because, you know, me and you, we were talking about, uh, you know, before we recorded and stuff about how, When I got with my co host Nathan P. Butler, you know, I I always saw him as the fan that got ahead and stuff. And so there's like, there's that level of starstruck for anybody that's done anything Star Wars, be it write, draw a comic, uh, voice a character. You know, just, you know, I mean, just when I met Pablo, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and, uh, meeting Henry Gilroy, you know, I'm just like, speechless, you know, trying, trying to think of something to say to him. besides, like, I love what you do. You know? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so there's like that angle of it all too, where I'm just like, wow, I was just so completely floored uh in general. And, and I, I mean, I think that's where the Mark Hamill experience was just, it happened so fast. I'm like, well, that, that was like 30 seconds. Like <laughs> there were 150 bucks. I, I mean, I don't even know exactly how much my wife paid. I just like, but it was definitely one of my highlights, man. You know, I'm just like, wow. Can't right. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I was able to go and, and see uh, different museum props and stuff. I did get to go to the Force Awakens uh, museum up above. They were able to you know let you take pictures. So the line varied. Um, mm-hmm. When I was in line, we were in line for about 45 minutes. Uh, I got in line with uh, the Ion Cannon guys. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm friends with all of them. In fact, uh, Stephen, that was my first time meeting Stephen, but I've met William in my own hometown. Uh, I've gone down to Disney before and hooked up with Tom a few times and stuff. So I finally got to meet all three of them and stuff. You know, getting to hang out with them and stuff was a real kick and stuff. And our, our line was only 45 minutes. I mean, everybody in front of us, they kind of just took a picture and kind of left. Uh, but we were flat out told, you know, you can take as many pictures as you want. They won't kick you out. Uh, they only let like up to about 50 or 50, 25 or so I'm not sure what the actual number was, but they only let so many in there at a time. And then, you know, once people go out, then the next people come in. So depending on how many pictures one is taking, that line can really back up. I'm sure while I was in there, I backed the line up quite a bit. I took a (laughs) butt gun. Um, You know, we were psychoanalyzing everything, you know, from Ray's uh, staff looking like it's got a double-bladed lightsaber on the end of it to, uh, you know, just the different tips on the emitters uh, from, you know, uh, RILO. Rilo's lightsaber to the look of Rilo himself, how he kind of looks like Revan stripped down. Um, like, like you you know, you look at the model that they had of that character, and you think about the character model that they had of the EU version of Revan that they were going to put in uh, the Clone Wars. You know, and it's almost like looking at like the Bad Batch version of the Clone Troopers. You know, of of the Revan. It's like, oh, they just stripped off all the detailing. Okay, there's Revan. So, you know, it was it was a lot of interesting things because. You know, I talk about the learning curve, but at the same time, it's like putting a puzzle together. Like, you get bits and pieces of of different details from, like, Pablo and from Dave Filoni as they're talking about what they're doing and and how, you know, like, now that the EU is Legends and they're taking these tidbits and this stuff and then nothing gets left behind, everything gets reused. And that's been a constant theme before Legends was even retooled. I mean, they were always going back to the early Macquarie art and stuff and bringing in elements and and names and this, that, and the other thing. So, you know, seeing that they're staying true to that and and, and having those little pieces of the grand picture – come out in the Q and a sections of those panels and stuff, you know, and then see it just all start to fall together. Like I am, I'm so excited for December 18th when we get the full picture. I mean, you know, they talked about in uh, the star Wars at Delray panel about how they're putting out all 20 of the, the journey of the force awakens out on September 4th. Granted only six or seven of those books are going to be key books that really tie in. But that's still but six or seven that, books. <laughs> yeah. All in one day, but, but right. granted it, you can buy them all at that time and you've got three months to digest them versus, well, I can buy this one and have three months to digest it and this one with two months to digest it and this one, you know, I mean, where that, I mean, I get the the, the trade off there. You, you've bought more time. You don't have to buy all 20 at once, but if you wanted to, you'd have three months to digest it all. But the upside here is that you still have to wait till the 18th because as they said, even though they're, they're, kind of crucial you have no idea how they fit in until you watch the film and then you're having these oh aha moments and so i mean i just i'm loving how it's all kind of building up you're seeing this puzzle play out and as soon as that day comes out all this stuff fits in I, i'm sure there's going to be more things that we found out here at celebration that were like that's what filoni was hinting at that's what pablo meant i mean because like you know i was in the untold clone wars and that was where pablo had talked about uh the old Republic being legends. Uh, And, and someone else was talking about how they were in a different panel. And Pablo was the one that said that uh, it was still up in the air. And it was like, even when he was saying it was in legends, it was, it was saying it in a way of like, there's going to be another announcement to explain more, but this is what we can tell you for right now. And so I'm just like, man, I wonder how much more of the picture we're going to have then, you know, you were talking about writing a letter to your future self in that regard. Like I, there are so many times where, I go back to like when we first found out on the star Wars report that Disney bought star Wars, you know, and, and all our first immediate reactions. And I'm just like, Oh my God, how worried I was about this one thing or that one thing, you know, like, uh, it just cracks me up. I mean, uh, like with my, my co-host on beyond the films, you know, Nathan Butler does uh, timeline stuff and you know, the little things that, that are just little nitpicks to me, to him are like, Oh my gosh, why can't you guys get this thing right? This shouldn't be that hard. Uh, you know, one thing that I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to nagging him about is, uh, going on about Air to the jedi having star lines in hyperspace uh you know instead of the swirl and all this stuff and and uh, this has happened with a couple different authors but it happened with the new canon book too and he was like no we're going to continue this and when i was on star tours on this you know celebration vacation man when we took that jump to light speed there are lines star lines on oh, the yeah. outside of that swirling tunnel i'm like ah, oh yeah <laughs> i can't wait to tell him about that because like i've been on that other side of things too where i'm like what Wait, what? The Mandalorians are pacifists? What the? I you did know, find out. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, this section of Mandalorians are pacifists. And as far as the galaxy proper knows, they think they're all. Oh, okay. So this doesn't rule out. Oh, all right. You know, but I remember that three month period when the Clone Wars was doing all the Mandalorian stuff and it was the sky is falling. You know, I mean, I remember, like, I didn't care that much about the second clone wars when it first came out because they the genji one i was like i caught it in bits and starts it was all small and short and i didn't know if they were going to do that with the next one anyway so i was like ah clone wars i'll catch it when it comes out on dvd like i did the other ones watch it all at once it's all fun and then i'm hearing all this stuff about ryloth and i'm like wait they did what to ryloth <laughs> they they taken a planet that's been tide locked for 33 years in the eu and they made it spin all of a sudden so we could have a sunset scene like what yeah <laughs> and, and then i started paying attention to the show and i'm like Oh, George! You know, like I was on that fence where people are like, "Oh, this guy hates George." It's like, no, I don't hate George. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and I love the EU. I wish George loved the EU. How <laughs> right. is that right. guy like? I love Star Wars. I wish George loved Star Wars. He just loves his Star Wars, that little <laughs> tiny thing. You know, those six films, not the 336 books and comics. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I get a little nutty, but uh, <laughs> I. Yeah, i would never been to any other cons. Uh, my first celebration, uh, from the things that I've been told about cons that are different with the celebration, like when the panels get over, you can kind of hang out and stuff. I was kind of hoping for that kind of stuff, but that did not happen at celebration. There was a lot of, you know, all right, you kooks, get out of here, get out of here. You, you know, Don't <laughs> harass the authors anymore. And I'm like, I want a selfie. Come on now. I've seen Aaron Gowen's photos. Oh wait, that was dragon con. So yeah, I think next thing uh, for me is to get to a con at some point. I know I definitely, if we're going to do another celebration uh, in Orlando, I'm going to, I'm going to take the plunge, uh, go that way. I want to do it really bad. I want to do it the last two times it was there, especially cause I haven't gone to Disney world and stuff. It'd be kind of cool to do that as well. There's just so oh, yeah. many aspects to this fandom that we can play with. I mean. You know, seeing the props and stuff at celebration, I I was immediately like, I I saw this uh, article on Facebook talking about the uh, Star Wars uh, cruises, and now they've got the Falcon, like uh, the whole set of the Falcon inside these cruise ships, and I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> no what? like i'd have that whole thing to myself i'd be kicking oh, yeah. all the kids out being like i need to take 12 <laughs> dozen photos of this seat of this seat little boy you get <laughs> over there i'll be in that seat in a minute and then you can have this seat back but right now i'm hon don't get cocky kid yeah i mean <laughs> i was like right. dude yeah I, want, I mean that was like the biggest downside for me with those prop things is like i wanted to spend more time on them but then i felt bad because i was like okay i just waited 30 plus minutes in this line and there's more people behind me. I should get through this line. But I was like, I'm not going to stand back in that line again here. Quick one more hero pose, you know?
0: (laughs) Right. Right. Well, I mean, you got lucky on the, uh, the, the force awakens museum because when I tried, it was three hours and I said, no, thank you.
1: Yeah. I tried to take my family back to it and that's what it was, was it was three hours because, well, I went to it on the first day. And I didn't even know it was there when that happened. Uh, right. In fact, it was it was some of them, uh, the We Talk Clone guys, I think it was Stephen and William's second time through, or, or William and Tom's second time through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, as the, the convention progressed, more people found out. I mean, I didn't even find out there was an upstairs until about five in the first day. Then I was like, wait, there's an upstairs? Uh, And then, uh, like, I was running into other people that hadn't learned about it even by the second day and third day and stuff. They were like, wait, there's another floor to this? Or like, another two? Like, what? Uh, So, you know, that, and that gets back to that planning aspect. I mean, yeah, they were giving out those insider guides and stuff. But if you didn't really stop and pay attention to what was going on, there was so much stuff. Uh, William Devereaux had a great plan of attack you know uh, because i was telling him you know well i had the app but it was just so screwy and he's like well this is what i did i took this insider guide i took the app the the things i knew and i created my own calendar almost like see he's mr microsoft so i'm like of course like yeah like a no-brainer like yeah that, william yeah i should i should just ask you every time i'm gonna go on a trip hey william where's the uh where's the one note checklist for uh celebration eight because you know that's how he was with celebration five i i was using that one for my packing i'm like what did william pack two celebrations ago <laughs> right you know organization is definitely going to be your friend on these types of trips oh yeah and and then I- there's that side of thing because You know, we had only so much suitcases, uh, you know, and I was like, okay, well, whatever I'm getting, it has to fit in these suitcases. Uh, So I knew once I wanted to get that superior Spider-Man, I was like, okay, well, he's got to come out of the packaging. Uh, And I was I was going back and forth with the with the figures that Tom gave me because they were mint in the package. And I'm like, oh, God, you know, do I leave him in the package? Because I go back and forth still to this day on whether or not I open my stuff. I mean, you've seen my shelves. There's a lot of stuff not open. Uh, but I was like, okay, well, all my Gendi stuff is open aside from the big packs, the ones that came in the DVD sets, and I have two of right. those. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll open them and, and I'll use the, the, the suitcases as my reason. I needed the space, you know? <laughs> uh, so, and then Gavin got this uh, Force Effects lightsaber from uh, Jazz uh, Kopeck, a really great Star Wars fan. and. I'm I'm like, I was I was sweating it. I'm like, how are we gonna get this on the plane? I had it on my backpack, I had my mm-hmm. poster from Christy Golden signed, uh that I managed to just happen to a <laughs> line started forming in front of me and I got into it and I'm like, What's this line for? You know, right. ooh, 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 Christy Golden signing posters? You know, I get to tell her how much I was looking forward to that book almost as much as I was Sword of the Jedi, which I really want, you know. And yeah, mm-hmm. there's it, it, just so many things going that yeah, I mean, you know, talk about being a bipolar Star Wars fan. I was all over the place. You know, the <laughs> the highs and lows. I was oh, getting yeah. mad about You know, when people would be pushing and shoving, trying to get to their next event and, and, you know, walking on my kid in their stroller. But then I'd be really super happy about the fact that, like, you know, hey, I wanted to get a picture of my kid with the TIE fighter. And people would see that I'm leaning back to try to get all the TIE fighter in. So everybody creates this big bubble of space so I can get the perfect picture. Like, that was really cool. And that would happen on so many things. Like, people would see that somebody was taking a picture and they'd all scoot back, try not to get out of the way. I mean, they were very courteous in that regard. Um, but you know, as I said on other shows, I'd say about maybe one in every 100, you'd have somebody that just had that. And I, and I hate to just stereograph people, but the uh, California shove, shove mentality, man. Like, I was just like, wow, really? Like you can't wait a second. And then, you know, you get to that point where you're taking photos and everybody gets it's like, that's what you should be doing is taking photos as you're walking through the car. So everybody's (laughs) just spreading like the Red Sea for you. Like, yeah, this is great, man. Like who needs Sue Storm? (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah it's it's kind of interesting because i i had heard that you know okay celebration star wars fans are the best and i'm like i don't know i've seen some of them on the internet and then i get there and then you know i accidentally step on somebody and and they're like oh that's cool don't worry about it you're fine and i'm like oh oh, well,
1: I guess I shouldn't have got mad when that guy stepped on me earlier, you know? So. Yeah. I, I felt bad when I, I met the first person at Celebration that I recognized slash recognized me, which was uh, Dan Contreras, a uh, Beyonder. He... uh bought a shirt from us and i i you know i hear my name and i look over and i'm like oh dan you know he's like hey come on over here you know and so i got to cut mm-hmm. up 50 people in line and i'm like that's so bad but then i'm like stopping i'm looking i'm like really you guys aren't getting in any fast you know like, right we're right. so far back around this corner that by the time i'm getting in you guys are only going to be 30 seconds behind me and that's how it was by the time our point in the line got to the vending booth at the end of it uh by that point then it was a steady flow but i mean up until then it was only like ten people at a time every twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. I, I was beginning to think we weren't gonna get to do any of the stuff. I mean by the time we'd seen the the first trailer on our phones, I was I was really starting to get bummed, man. I was like, this is sucking. Like, you know, I'm here and I can't even watch it live. Like I you know, there was no screens or TVs with any of the stuff playing, which you oh, know, you see cybercast you would think it's something like that, but oh no, kiss kiss any signal if you're from out of state goodbye no you're not getting it i sat there with the little spinning bar of death forever luckily oh, though no. most the other people that were local were like here you can watch it on my phone like right. i had a couple guys that were like you know they'd let me hold their phone while we were watching the stuff and and i mean yeah there was a really cool camaraderie there with the fans and i'm glad that, that like i said that the bag of douchers, they were only <laughs> one in a hundred uh, in there. There weren't more. Oh, that, yeah, absolutely. I think that would have just left a sour taste all the way around. It was enough mm-hmm. that when I saw people going, this is the best celebration ever, I stopped and I was like, you mean content-wise? Because I'm like, <laughs> I, I kept thinking, like, these lines suck. The crowd control right. sucked. Uh, right. but. That also came into, I was very unprepared. So being unprepared in mm. those lines that already kind of sucked really made you feel like this blows. Like, like when I saw, I saw a guy get taken drug out from one of the lines by security. Oh my goodness. He was, he was uh, it uh, was in the line for that, uh, talking to myself panel. Okay. And, uh, he went to go to the bathroom. Over in the far side over by the at uh in that back corner where it kind of opens wide up. He went over there and on his way back, the lady would not let him by and he's like, my people are there. And so he started walking along the line and went to cut across again and she was like, so you can't go in, sir. And he started getting lippy and she started getting lippy back. She's like, I'll call security. And the security oh, guy saw her gosh. say that. She started walking over and he started going. She's like, you can't go that way. And she's like, get him out of here. And I was just like, wow. He was kicking and screaming. He's like, my people are right there. Oh, that's so, so I'm like, I'm like, I come up to her at this point and I'm like, you know, I'm trying not to be a dick or anything. I'm, I'm like, Hey, uh, you know, is it too late to, is this that line? And she's like, yeah, it's too late. We're at queue. And I'm like looking over and at the other side, which is closer to where the artist line is, mm-hmm. they're still letting people in. I'm like, huh. So I start walking that way. And by the time I got there, I would say another 80 people had made it into that line. And by the time I got there, then that side too was like, Oh yeah, we're full. Like, right. yeah, but while I was being told I was full on the other side, you let 80 some odd people in. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of those type of things. And then you find out after the fact that there was room in, in those things. They were like, oh, there's plenty of seating in there. Well, then why were they telling everyone the queue was full? Right. You know, and, I, and that was the weird thing, too, is like because I didn't camp out for so long beforehand to see the Force Awakens trailer and that huge opening queue when we showed up, I waited in that huge line. And then they brought us into that other queue and we sat there and waited till eleven. And then when everything was going, that stayed pretty much wide open. And I'm thinking, why didn't they make that one more hall and just make everybody wait outside? Like that just seemed Mm -hmm. like when the events were going before the panel started, there was nowhere to walk. And then you're looking over and you're seeing all that open space where they were queuing everybody. It was like – I get why they had them queued there the night before, but they should have had some of those vendors like on mobile pallets or something where they could have just moved them you know, off to the side while they're doing the queuing and stuff and then moved it over because that was so much wasted space along that edge and same with over by the uh ATAT over there where they had that other queue. It was like once the queue was empty, it was just wasted space just sitting there. Right, right. Now – okay,
0: so – uh, let me kind of get clear on this. Were you, so now did you make it in to see the force awakens trailer or, oh, okay, you did
1: not. Nope. I was out. Uh, luckily Nathan Butler, uh, he put the first uh, YouTube video link that he saw that didn't get pulled down, put it up mm-hmm. on Facebook and, uh, we were streaming that um and and we only knew it was going on because like I said up in the front of the line it was literally like like how the ocean comes in at high tide you know you'd watch his head start dipping down uh you know and then slowly come back and more heads start dipping down and dipping down and you know you're sitting there watching <laughs> you're spinning and everybody from California they start dipping down and you're like okay I need to look at your phone my phone sucks oh man <laughs> cool. i i hate that for you
0: and and, and you're probably going to get mad at me i I was actually in that room and I didn't wait uh I didn't wait at all that the night beforehand in fact I was at the uh the Rebel Force radio party Nice went went back to the hotel room got a good night's rest got up went to went to see you know cuz I thought okay well I want to at least try to get in to one of the simulcasts, you know, and, and hopefully I can get in for the, uh, the one with, uh, Jimmy and Jason and I get there to ask them and they're like, no, 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 this is, this is for the the main room. So I was like, Oh, nice. Okay. So we can get these and, and, uh, they're like, okay, uh, yeah, fine. Well, but we haven't got breakfast yet. And they're like, well, yeah, you've got a wristband now. So just come back. So we got nice. our, we got up, went got our wristbands, went back, got breakfast, and then kinda waited a little bit and then come back and they're like, Okay, yeah, you'll just have to wait till everything kinda gets clear. And we were on we were the first row on the second level, so our seats were awesome. awesome. Yeah. So it, it with that, you know, I'd say we're probably just lucky. And then also uh, you know, you, you got that East Coast bias where we're like, well, we're used to getting up three hours earlier than
1: everyone yeah. else here. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that, yeah, that totally worked out for you guys. I see. And I know I could have made it in because, you know, I and Canon guys, they invited me to go down with them. They were going down at five. Uh, and, and Riley was all like, I'm going to go down at nine. And I'm like, okay, well, I might, I might aim for nine. And so I'm like, I won't, I won't go down with you guys early in the morning. Uh, and they ended up sleeping in themselves. Uh, and, and like, or no, it wasn't them, it was Tom. That you know, Tom had almost slept in and they're calling him, they're like, They're about to call I mean he was sprinting and just barely got in. They're like one of the last ones in. I was like, <laughs> Okay, so I could have got in if I really was trying. But, right, right. So I was like that and that was the thing, like because of how the trip fell, I closed the night before we'd flown out. So I got out of work at like about 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I went home and then we woke up at three thirty to get all our stuff packed to be at the airport by four. And I was going to sleep on the plane, but Jana didn't want that to happen because she slept all night and wanted to play with dad. So yeah, I, I was, I was dead at the end of the first day and I was just like thinking like five in the morning. Like it's no, that's not, no, 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 I'm not going to be able to, no, I can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah so i don't regret it but there's like i say it's a learning curve that i will definitely do things differently um my next time i do suggest though if if your family isn't uh you know crazy star wars <laughs> fans like like i am a star wars fan my, my wife likes star wars but she's not crazy she tolerates the crazy uh but if you were like me in that regard you know i would suggest taking your family on the first one and then not taking them ever again uh, or, or waiting until they're old enough. I mean, you know, my son, we went into a couple of the panels like the Bad Batch and stuff, and he did pretty good. But after a while, he's like, I got to be And they're like, uh, if you leave the room, you can't come back. And he's like, how much longer? I'm like, three more episodes. I'm like, you haven't even made it through oh, no. one. Oh, yeah. But he, he made it. But, yeah, it, it was rough. Uh, And then when we went to the Star Wars at Delray, like he could care less about the books. He's like, "Oh yeah, books coming out in September. Woo! It doesn't have a cover. Woo! They're (laughs) saying that's the final cover. Ha ha ha! Hey, they said that's the same cover that they used again. They should do it in a different color. Ha ha ha! Yeah, he was like, he was all but being rude at one point. He's making noises because he was, you know, he's only eleven. It was his birthday that day, and yeah, he was just. You know, playing with these little things that we got down at the uh, the Jedi Guild, the lightsaber Guild, and Mm -hmm. and, yeah, I was like, buddy, in your head, (laughs) I'm like, in your head, these people are recording. (laughs) So yeah, like I definitely suggest take them, do that one thing, get the family aspect out because yeah, there was a fun family vibe. They had the family room, which unfortunately I never actually got into the family room. We never made it. Uh, We went to go do the bounty hunter thing, and then found out oh, it's an app, and good luck getting our phone to download that. So we sat there the whole time downloading that app it never downloaded so now, that never happened now what do you mean by the bounty hunter thing they had a bounty hunt thing where you could sign up which we did uh get a team of a certain size and then you get this app and as you're closer to certain things that are part of the bounty hunt that thing flashes and then when you get within a certain radius it marks itself off uh so like we could have been doing it the whole time not knowing you know like We'd scheduled for Sunday, uh, but you could have been doing it the entire time. Like It was like I don't right. know where those details were or where I was just not paying attention. Uh, but yeah, there was a lot of things like that. So I liken it to my first trip to Disney because when we went there our first trip, we were like, hey, let's be smart with that whole FastPass thing and let's save it for the last day when we know where all the rides are at. Right. And then, and then we go to use it. And we're like, wait, we can use this more than once? <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, you can use this multiple times all day. Oh, so we could use this all day long? Like, oh yeah, all trip. I'm like, wait, you mean we could have been doing this every day for the last four freaking days? <laughs> so yeah, I mean that was that was the downside for me for, for right. celebration was the oh my god, these lines. <laughs> but beyond that, man, it was fun. Uh really cool opportunity to find collectibles and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the prices on the statues were really high and stuff. Uh, but, in hindsight, when you try to buy those things from like slideshow collectibles anyway you 're still getting a price break um, oh yeah, you know be be ready to drop a hundred bucks on an item at a time and and be be considering that no thing um, mm-hmm. you know, like a sweater, you want a really cool sweater, hundred bucks one hundred and fifty bucks if you 're a bigger right. guy uh, you know so that was something to kind of swallow that took me a second to kind of really choke around uh but yeah overall man it was it was a lot of fun uh you know that podcaster meetup and stuff getting to meet up with you and a bunch of other people and stuff and chat was it was a blast uh, getting to network with people and stuff and talk about you know launching your podcast on the second okay. airborne you know great things came out of it all the way around man
0: um now uh, i want to ask you uh this final question did you happen to get to go and check out the official celebration store
1: uh, I did, uh, towards the end, uh, yeah. it had been picked over pretty well at that point. Um, you know, they had a bunch of wookies and a couple things like that, a couple of t-shirts, but most of the stuff was already gone. I did see it when I walked by, uh, on the first day when they'd closed after being ransacked.
0: Uh, oh, I was a part, I was there when that happened.
1: <laughs> now see, and, and that was nuts because some people were saying that they got robbed at one point. They were like, it just went nuts and they got robbed. And then other people were like, no, they just didn't have enough stuff out. They didn't anticipate oh, yeah. the number of people. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I actually had one of the pin sets uh, pulled almost out of my hand. I-, I wasn't quite touching it yet, but she managed to just really jump in there and, and jerk it right out of my grasp. So,
1: but, uh, Seriously?
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I-, I think you'll be a little Dibs, more prepared don't for next make me time. go
1: Daryl on you, lady! <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, all right, Mark, I uh, appreciate you being on the show.
1: Is there anything... Uh, you would tell people where you could, they can find you. You can find uh, the podcast I'm on on the Star Wars Report website, Second Airborne Division, where you can find Cloud City Casino as well. Uh, I'm on the Star Wars Report itself. I'm on Stars Beyond the Films, and I'm one of the panelists on Star Wars Rebels Roundtable. So you can find all that at www.starwarsreport.com. I'm also a logical rogue two on Twitter.
0: That will do it for this edition of Cloud City Casino. We would love to hear from you, so email us at CloudCityCasino@gmail.com, at gmail.com or you can tweet us at CloudCityCasino. You can also go to the Facebook page, Cloud City Casino and like us there, or find us at www.starwarsreport.com. And if you have the time, we would greatly appreciate if you would go and write a review on iTunes so that others can find out about us. Thanks again, scoundrels. Be safe making the Kessel Run, and always remember, let the Wookiee win.
1: man. My pleasure, man. Take care. shaving but now we've got ZZ top beards.